Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Tony Joe Show. This week, I'm going to be talking with my cousin Sean Moe of the band Stereo Creeps. We talk about all kinds of stuff, really just a relaxing conversation between the two of us. Uh, We go over some of the Stereo Creeps goals and some of their accomplishments, as well as talk about uh, one of their uh, videos that they just got done shooting. That video will be for the song Hide and Peek. I'm going to play that a bit right now off their latest album, Suck. So here it is, Hide and Peek from Stereo Creeps. Enjoy. Just sit somewhere. You want to sit on the couch and I'll just grab this. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. This is looks Yeah, it's a 70s buckets chair. It's not really from the 70s. It just has that vibe, but it's pretty. pretty, I dig it. Pretty rad chair. Got it at that. What is that place called? That Scan Design has all that fancy, goofy furniture. Oh, really? Have you ever seen that place? Oh, God. It's weird. I mean, some crazy designery, expensive shit. Like stuff just you'd see like in a boogie nights or some shit it's, it's right. weird it's cool S- shit. straight out of three's company's living room kind of but like really like 
the the real like rich ah. Corinthian leather. Oh, so not Jack Tripper's living room, more like the Ropers. Like living room. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right out of Fantasy Island. I love it. Exactly. Hello, this is Ricardo Montalban. The plane, the plane. <laughs> Shut up, Irvy. <laughs> you little bastard. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So it's coming through good. We know it's. You got all the settings all set. Yeah, it's nice. it's recording. We've all been right. going for. I'm gonna just do without them. I just set it up and then we just bullshit. That's what Jim did to me. He nailed me on that thing. Oh man. I was like, oh my god, how long? He goes, you've been talking for like an hour, dude. And I got dead. Dude, his <laughs> his videos are so good. They're goofy. Huh? I really. Love I think what he's doing. I, I think he's 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 trying to get it. He's trying to get it all worked out. You know what I mean? Because the seat of the pants. Just we'll, we'll do one, do another one. And then he, he on mine. He added a bunch of goofy um, edits and stuff because mm-hmm. he knew I'd I'd love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Most people he'd probably ask him first. Because I mean he kind of asked me. He goes, "Is it okay if I?" I go, "Yeah, do all kinds of shit. I don't care." That's great, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's really fun. Like when I had to take over the Thunderhound video editing stuff, I kind of knew basic shit. Yeah. But I really do. You guys have deep. done some really more quality types of ours. The, the stuff we're doing right now, it's a little like uh, no, it's low budgety, it's but it's kind of on. That's kind of where you want to be, man. Yeah. That's kind of where you want to be. I love it. I thought it was great. The 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 stare and the thing in the eye. And all, like, yeah, he did the. Oh god, yeah, it was so that, good. That is funny. Yeah, it was really good. Oh the, shit. The video. The video that we are doing uh, right now with Jim is uh hide and peek oh really and it you know from suck right. and uh it's uh <laughs> it's gonna be something else so the whole idea was i said i want to be lazy this time because the last video we went around on site for days and and ran around seattle and it was awesome and all that but it also was tiring and i'm, I'm a grumpy old dude and shit and mm-hmm. i was like you know, I think this time what I'd like to do, can we just green screen everything and we'll do shit at the house? Well, and it turned out it was a lot of work because we did the song so many times over and we used the elliptical machine in there, that thing in there. Oh, yeah. That was the video. So we're, it's like members of Stereo Groups doing elliptical, but with a green screen, you're doing elliptical, but you're, you're, you're moving. It's, <laughs> it's super dumb. It's probably going to be, it's probably going to make the last video look serious. The oh. stupidity of it's gonna, and it's really twisted stupidity too. So it's not, it's not, it's not like funny, haha. It's funny, uh, like, ugh. what are they doing? Like, what is this? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm uncomfortable. Uncomfortableness. No. Is that's great. that's perfect. I love that. Well, how are you doing there, Tony Joe? Do you have any questions for me? Yeah. How, so, so you got a band, right? And, I do. You know, and um, how how do you do a band stuff thing? It's so much fun. Let me tell you. You get up there on stage, and you get your guitar and your amp going, and the next thing you know... And you're all you're, in. You're, you're just you're, all in. You're yeah. rocking. You're going for it. I love it. Yep. I love it. Rock and roll. I'll never I'll never <laughs> be tired of rock and roll, Tony Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey! We're here with Tony Joe. Hey, it's the Tony Joe. That's Jones. the Tony Joe show. <laughs> God damn it. I'm such a dork, dude. <laughs> I love it, though. You're oh. good at that shit. Well, I had to do You're I... a pop culture goofball like me. Oh, like, absolutely. And we're about the same age, so we're just like, we're a couple of absolute oh. idiots, and we're, and we love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I'm a total, like, 80s, like, geek. Oh, my like, God, that thing you posted. What was that movie? 
the rapping thing. The bu- oh bu- yeah, bu- Teen Witch, brother. Oh my god, that was bad. I was- never, I've never seen that at all. And so when I watched, it, I thought, is it one of those newer shows where they're making like a spoof on the '80s? But it's the real <gasps> it McCoy. W- it's the real McCoy. <laughs> wow, yeah. man. That's- it was like, can you make it to the end? And I'm like, <sighs> oh my god, this is the worst. The concept of you have the boombox. Okay, you got the boombox on the right. car. Now this right. part I love. This is the part I always love. This the '70s and '80s. The worst about this. So you got the boom box on the car. You, it's like, take the cassette, put it in, <laughs> shut it, boom. You turn on the music, the music starts going, and then the guy's rapping to the studio version of him. <laughs> right. And it makes no sense. It's like, how does that work? So that he has a he has a tr- he has an instrumental track, then you're telling me, and he just his voice just happens to you project know, with project all of, somehow. With all wow. Of the echo and he really reverb, is a genius. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that stuff cracks me up. And then she comes up there and she's all like, bah, 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 bah. And just like whatever. Oh, <laughs> that was that was some that funny was stuff. This stuff just cracks me up on there. Oh man. <laughs> Talking about it. Hey Tony Joe! <laughs> hey, it's a Tony Joe it's show! A Tony Joe show! <laughs> okay. So so you gotta do you gotta do a uh a, a stinger for me. Oh a stinger. Yeah. Or a bumper, uh, whatever. Right, a bumper. How, okay, how do you do those again? You go. Just, just go. Hey, this is Sean from Stereo Creeps, <laughs> and you're listening to the Tony okay. Joe Show, just like that. Hey, this is Sean from Stereo Creeps, and you're listening to the Tony Joe Show. <laughs> yes, and then I'm putting one of your songs in the background. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh my God. Tony Joe. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna bullshit. I don't. Right. I don't really care about that shit right now. So the show up with the Kings at Wally's. Oh man, how oh this fun. was this was like a couple. Yeah, it was a couple. It was like a month, a ago. month ago. Yeah, a month ago. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm getting all like holy cow. Well, the waking things were up there too. Are you familiar with those? I've heard of the name. I've yeah, heard of the name. They're like a. They're like a pop. Rocky kind of uh-huh. a little punky kind of from Seattle. Or yeah, from... they're from Seattle. Really good band. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Really good. Um, so we go and do our thing, and and I'm like, I'm like, fuck, dude. I don't know if we're gonna be able to do this. I don't know if we're gonna sound good at all because yeah. we had like ten practices. That's it. Oh yeah. So like, okay, ten jams. We're doing Here a couple covers of our old band yeah, shit. Right. So right. we did some Thunderhound stuff, and yeah, I did right. some a Desert Valley song, and. Like okay, that that kind of like early filler. I think some of the first Stereo Creep shows we had songs from last different bands. Like that's a exactly few, a few, what we like, did. We used like stuff that was like twelve years old and shit. Right. For a second, you know. So we had yeah. like four originals, and we're like, okay, we can do these originals pretty good, and we'll just fill it up. And like, okay, we'll do this, this, and we ended up having like a 35, 40 minute set. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, this is great. So let's do it. Super nervous. I go up to the waking things, and I'm like, hey guys. I know that you guys were supposed to play um, first, but th- honestly, this is our first show. I'm super nervous. Oh, um, you just asked them. Kind of, I was just, just like, can we play first? The, the you second's know? the best one. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm totally doing them a favor um, yeah, yeah. Well, and kind point. of getting it out of the way so yeah, we can yeah. just have fun with the Kings. Sure, and, right, right. and ended up being the waking things are so cool. 
great people. They just like no problem. Yeah, they were like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that should be cool, no problem. They're pretty cool, and I was thank you so much, and I explained that you know we haven't really. That's by the way one of the only ones that 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 feels right because the one that feels wrong is you you've got that slot and you go hey we're, we're gonna go need need to flip it. It happens. It happens when I travel or something happens. Right, right. Uh, but those are the ones that people are l- less happy with. Right. But when you move somebody, you want to have the best slot tonight. That's good. That's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, well, good. you're gonna have to be here till the end of night of the night to get paid. So what's the difference? And know, we want to get it out of the way because we're fucking nervous. How nervous were you? I, I like. I want to talk about that for I, a second. I because... haven't been nervous playing a show oh. in fucking years. Fucking fifteen years, maybe. I wonder what it was. Just it was the fact that I didn't have songs written, and I pretty much improved a lot of yeah. the vocals. Yeah. 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 But I'm that. fairly okay at that. And nobody really noticed. Um, oh my god, I do it all the time. It's because I forget everything. Still, I forget lyrics all the time, oh and I just, I just say blah blah blah, blah you know, whatever. I did the same shit. And no one, goddamn, ever knows. I always, and flip. it makes me crazy. I get, I get this little like red flag in my brain that goes, oh, I missed one. I missed. One. I, I, I like, I'm like James Brown to myself, counting right. my mistakes. Like, god damn it. Why did I fuck that part up? I haven't fucked that part up in two years. Right. Oh, <sighs> are you seeing you seeing the second verse and the first verse? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All, <laughs> hell. All the time. Well, let me tell you. Sometimes you just do Ramon style for uh, second verse, same as the first. Exactly. Uh, that might happen as well. Yeah, that happens. And the a third lot. one might even be the same as the first and second one. Yeah. 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 It's a whole thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> it happens, man. Oh. We'll see it's... what happens tonight. We're, we're doing a, uh, a couple that are going to be you know brought back. So it's like learning. It's the weirdest thing. You know, these songs are. Like Chemical Trails is like four or five years old, right? And um, it's not that long, but like when we start playing it, God, this feels like a distant memory. Like playing it, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm playing a cover now. It's the weirdest thing. It's it's bizarre. Like we did that with the Desert Valley, and I hadn't played that song in four and a half years. Mm, okay, there you go. Um, and I'm like, holy shit. Uh, well, let's do it. And you know, none of the other guys were in this that, that band, just me. Right. Um, oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, they're learning the song. So it's a totally a cover. And I'm doing the same kind of shit, so it was pretty easy for me to pick back up, but yeah. it was a whole new, like, whoa! And it took me back to, like, that right. show. This You're is hearing how... this live now again? And... Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, so this is how I do it, and then when I play it live, I do it like this, and I do it like that, and it it sat pretty well. It, it actually... It went over pretty well too. Is, do you did you write the song originally? I wrote, I wrote the so melodies and the vocals, but none of the music. Okay, well then you might. Want, I mean, are they good? They're good friends. They're good they're friends. Cool. Yeah, I mean, because I know some, once in a while they took get... one of the old songs <laughs> and kind of slowed it down and made it their one of their new songs. Yeah, and I'm like, well, oh, whatever. I didn't write the vocals. They didn't, you know, use my vocal. I don't really care. It's like, yeah, whatever. I have, have a fun, kind of a funny story from like 20. Oh my god. 20 or more. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say 20 plus because I don't want to date myself too bad. I, I, I feel like uh, it's getting every year. It's just like, yeah. So 62 years ago, I did the old. You know, back in '93 <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I was hanging out with Lane Staley and. <laughs> yeah. Right, but um, I tell you, man, uh, it was the weirdest thing. Uh, I was in a band a long, long time ago. It was basically my first punk band called Psycho Shits with Robert Dollison, oh, who's the guitar player for Stereo Creeps now, and. The original drummer for Stereo Creeps, also Tim McAnally, he was in Psycho Shits as well. And my friend uh, Bob Espy was in the band with us as well. But we were really, um, 
really, really fucked up. Like, I mean, it was like really harsh, weird. Uh, you know, it's it, it it probably wouldn't surprise you that much mm-hmm. if you heard it. It's pretty. It'd be kind of like oh, that's that's really different because they sang in this horrible growly kind of voice, and it was just kind of this. I don't know what it was. It was this punk weird, uh, like dark kind of fun. It's pr- pretty much Stereo Creeps is just a continuation of the whole fucking where my head is at. Wow. It's like Tim and Eric meets Twin Peaks, uh, and that's that's my music kind of with lots of Sabbath and Beatles and shit. In there. Like, that's so great. It's, it's, it's kind of. That's I great. I love what you're doing. Man. So check this out. I'm in this band with Robert. Okay. Uh, Psycho shits, and then he got the, that band kind of went away. Or we were called Your Nasty Neighbors for a while too, mm-hmm. and then that kind of faded away. And then I started this other band called, uh, I think I think at the time we had like eight different names. So I, I'm going to go with, I think, we'll just go with Fizz. I think we called ourselves at first. Uh, it was one of the many names. And we were called Infinity Pack for a while. But um, Robert was gotten to this other band. And I can't remember the name of it. But they, they were playing a version of a song that we were playing at the same time. Mm. And it was because it, co- it was like co-written ownerships type thing but right. we weren't also we weren't being business guys anyway we we're just like hey it's it's a song we, we weren't getting all like like getting into like lawsuits and shit you know we're just kind of right. going oh that, all right so i i remember though it drove me nuts because the singer that they had at the digest the the oh man the vocals are so he, robert knows right now and here's who i'm saying and what i'm just not going to name anybody i'm not going to do that i'm not that mean but it was uh, it was something else. So this guy was doing this whole different vocal thing, and because I, I wrote my own uh, melody and lyrics to our version, mm-hmm. the original version. I think Robert might even have played in that for a while. I can't remember. And then they were doing a version of it. So the music was the same. Robert was playing guitar on it, so it was really great musically. But then the vocals just I hated it Ugh. because he took he changed it all. I mean, I get it. He changed it all, but like it's like somebody, somebody taking this music and then changing it, and doing this whole different thing that was not better. Mm. And uh, I don't. Know, it drove me bananas, and it was so weird because we played a show together on one night, and the song came up by each band. Oh wow! <laughs> in the same night, and we just did them. And it was weird, right? But you know, it was just you know you're, you're, you're partying and having fun overall. But you know, you're kind of listening, going, "Hmm, <laughs> it was a yeah. weird deal." Oh, I got to talk to him about that because that's uh, strange. I, I don't know why that even popped into my head. I, I think you're you're jarring loose some of the cobwebs here. Oh, good. <laughs> got lots of them. Lots of cobs. <laughs> lots of cobwebs. <laughs> good God. Um, so, to the list, I guess. Um, what is your favorite song? What do you like to play? Guitar or <laughs> the, the, the bass guitar? <laughs> what do you prefer? A large kick drum? Or a smaller, deeper kick drum. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get. Hold on. Let me get serious. All right. I'm serious. Go ahead. I, I can't even do it serious <laughs> with you. It's just so no, casual. Serious is, it's impossible. Okay. No. Let's let. Okay. Here we go. Serious. Serious. Here we go. Four band bills versus three band bills. I prefer three band bills. I also prefer three <laughs> band bills. I do. I. But fours are fine. At times, what what I try to do on the fours, mm-hmm. we were talking about this a little before, is uh, on the four band bills, I just just try to get everybody to kind of stick with around a half an hour set list. Right. So what it does is it you don't get that. I don't care how good a band is, 
if 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 you go too far with it, or then you change the the vibe and you do it even a kind of a slightly slower song or anything, you can lose people. And it's not that the song's bad or anything, but people's attention spans are so small. I mean, we were having a lot of fun with like twenty five mm-hmm. minute sets. <laughs> like oh, yeah. really, we're going in and just do 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 a Ramones deal, get in and out, and it kind of worked pretty good. I, ne- you know, I was waiting for someone to complain like. At one of the club people or venue or what have, have you not one word ever hmm. about it and i always thought man that's a really short set like i almost felt guilty right but, yeah well i never thought about it that way really um my whole deal was um like one band always gets screwed one band always doesn't have a crowd if you have a well, four band that, set that that's, that's whole my, that is tough that is tough that that was my my gig but keeping people's attention is definitely a uh, uh, angle I never thought about. Yeah, it, it's in today's culture, especially everything's got to be so exciting every second. Right, right. Um, you know, it's just go go go. Yeah, it's 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 kind of overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, it's like <laughs> oh it. fuck. So four band, and I got to start right at nine o'clock, and everybody shows up at fucking quarter to ten. That's the other thing. What I my my rule of thumb on that one too is if you okay if you set it up to you start at nine, but if everybody's already kind of agreed to that 30 minute thing, mm-hmm. what you really do is you kind of push it to about 9, 20, 9, 30. Cause it's oh, okay. Sure. It's okay because one band's already set up and you know, you're already going to, they're going to rip through a 30 minute set and right about when they're done, people are, they might want one more song and you don't get it. You don't let them have it. And then you get the next one up. Yeah. It's teasing, man. Yeah. It's a <laughs> foreplay <laughs> of sorts. <laughs> what on that, um, with doing shows and shit, what mm-hmm. do you think about um, when you are pushing or promoting a show? Mm-hmm. How early do you think that you should be putting out your Facebook yeah. invitation? It varies a little bit. Show? Varies on what our next show is. I try to be like I try not to talk about the next show at all, yeah. as if it doesn't a- exist. Absolutely. Because it's like if you tell, hey everybody come on out this Saturday or don't because we're playing the next week too. I, I, I am against that because I don't want people, I, I want them just to think about, let's think about the next one. You know, you only live once, get out there and watch the show now because maybe this won't, maybe they won't get to play again. Yeah. Maybe Sean will say, that's it. I've had enough of this bullshit. Right. You know, maybe I'll just say, you know what? I'm good. I've had enough. I can't do it though. I can't get away. <laughs> I can't quit you, music. I can't quit you. <laughs> it's serious. No. It's, I've tried to quit. <laughs> you know, music I, and other things, but yeah, I, I tried. I could. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. You're so miserable. And like, I'm like, what? In like two, like what? Doing? A couple weeks, you're miserable as okay. shit. It's the, really bad. Oh, it, it's horrible. So, so I, I had this band, and uh, we did pretty good. We were a metal band, and we did West Coast tour stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, all that fun stuff. And we're like, yeah, we're picking up momentum, and we got you know nationals looking at us yeah, that right. want to play with us, and like it was, it was cool. Right. Um, bottom fell out of it, like fell out. It, so it was like, okay, fuck this. So I'm going to go. disappointment in music when you. Oh yeah. Cause you always think, yeah, something can happen. Yeah. You're always like, oh, oh, this could be the show or this could be the, yeah. you know, the person that could help me or, well, it ended up the, uh, the band broke up and it wasn't pretty and <sighs> it was just like, okay, fuck you. I'm going. Everybody's. Young and angry and fuck I'm gonna it. start a career and uh, you know fuck this I'll I'll do music later in life whatever right so I I go I start the career and I'm working I'm making great fucking money and it's it's awesome um I get the bug and I'm like fuck. Uh, 
want to play. I want to play. And, but I don't know anybody. So I ended up joining. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm talking some shit. This is what we call scat chat. Uh-oh. So, so. Scat chat. <laughs> so. <laughs> Scatman Carruthers over here. I go to the music store mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, ooh, looking for a singer. I can sing. I have a CD. I was, I was in a band. I can do this fun stuff. I and I call the guy up. He's like, yeah, you know, I do metal and here's, here's a tape of my shit. And it's like, oh, it was okay. Yeah. The guy could play for sure. Yeah. But he was, you know, those those metal guys who are just like stuck like just really no way, stuck. No way. i would never believe that yeah that it's true no no they're just just kind of stuck in this like, oh, yeah, weird no, little yeah. genre this weird little niche so this guy they're, thought they're it, kind of stuck in a weird little age um range of like years to like like 1987 or 80, I don't know something like that yeah yeah There's some kind of a thing there where it, they're stuck in a like they 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 stop growing musically at a certain right point. I'm like okay well I love metal and this guy seems really nice he's really cool um the name of the band was called Demented Obsession ooh Demented Obsession yeah. sounds like a perfume super hot Demented Obsession <laughs> Oh my god. So it was it was god awful dick dirt shit. It was horrible. It was, you know, it was bottom pro- of the barrel fucking program drums, Ugh. digital guitar like like I mean this is not when digital guitar could sound anywhere close so to it was okay. All just, and- yeah, just really bad and <laughs> and I was like, okay, but I want to play. But I want to play. And then like first night we go over there i'm like okay he's got a little woodshed we're gonna you know jam out on some tunes so and you're dr- like, you're going in with a good attitude like yeah let's, yeah it's like yeah. i just want to rock and roll right, this guy's right. nice and you know he's got a drummer who's good drummer i think he's on drugs like not oh, oh, not it, drugs pro, what do you mean pro, i think he's a programmed drums though oh he had a no on his tape his cassette he oh, had programmed like drums. the demos the demo or, okay, okay, yeah okay. yeah yeah so you did have a drummer that's yeah cool. there was a drummer um he was a good when, dude he oh god he was so weird so like yeah. like i you know he's one of those guys that's like looking over his shoulder constantly oh and just like he was on some was he like this hey man scratching his neck i wouldn't doubt it you got any more of them uh <laughs> you got any more of them tony joe uh cds around? Yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah man yeah yeah play <laughs> you know um so you know we're jamming and we're playing and i'm 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 singing his songs and yeah they're really shit. They're really garbage. <laughs> the, their lyrics and everything, probably. Oh yeah, that yeah. Had to be tough. Like, for me, I was like, well, I normally write my own shit. It's right. cool, but you know, hey, he's got some songs. It's something to jam on. Cool, I'll do it. And uh, we did this for several weeks, and I didn't really write anything, like for his songs, his other songs he right. had. And I'm, I'm just like, fuck, I can't think of anything to sing. Sing with this garbage. It's just garbage. <laughs> it's, not sing, it's not good sing-alongable. No, it, yeah. it was really bad. Um, so like, okay, well, you know, we'll go in and we'll kind of, I'm going to try something. I'm going to try try new vocal style. So. No, I was doing that. I was oh, doing, doing I that? was doing all the death growls and all the, yeah, doing right. all that stuff and the, the highs and the lows and trying to actually do something with it. It was like I'm gonna. I I, I wasn't stuff. feeling this. I yeah, was like, yeah. God, there's there's something going on here. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. He's like, no, dude. Why don't you try something different? Why don't you try something different? So I straight up did like a cartoon voice. I was like, 
just like that like a goofy like hey guys yeah totally and the guy was just like that keep doing that that's what i want that's it dude that's it you got it and i at that point i i was like this is crazy this is cuckoo and i was like yeah man i just don't think this is for me it just it's not working out and I was it hard to break away from it at all? Like, were you able to say, look, I think I'm done or he, like, <laughs> it was kind of to the point to where I was like, uh, I'm not feeling it. it's like, yeah, dude, I don't, you haven't come up with any lyrics. Or oh anything yeah. Like that, see, it's so. me. It's, it's not you, yeah. man. It's me. I, I can't come up with any lyrics. Totally. I, I just, they're hard to write those lyrics. It was, it was bizarre, dude, but he would do these. So the first practice, I, I, I skipped over this part. So the very first practice we go to, you know, I'm going to his house, go to the woodshed. He brings me into this li- the living room after we jam, and his like sister is there or something, and he's like, "Okay, come on, we're gonna do some, we're gonna do some pictures." I'm like pictures. pictures, dude. Like I'm just jamming you with you for the first time. Like, so he wants to get up band photos, like shit, band or, photos, like, right and away? it's just yeah, it's just Whoa. this is the before I met the drummer. This is just me and him. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Weird. And so I get up. This is like when MySpace was going, and I get on the band's MySpace. And it's pictures of him with white face, like, like black metal kind of okay, thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Leather and like seriously, like a twenty-four inch huge cock dildo. And I'm like, what the fuck what? is going on? Oh my god. <laughs> I bet you I could still find him on those pictures online, oh but god. I was just like, what the? F-? Was he joking with? What, what is that? It, that? I think that was the image he wanted to go for, it, like what, some like black metal porn The gothic thing. dildos. Yeah. <laughs> I love that band, by the way. Their early shit, the gothic dildos, amazing. Perfect. Before they went commercial. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the gothic dildos. <laughs> My God. Well, you know, I got to say it's original. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It was, a, it was a bizarre situation. So that's when, like, I couldn't quit. I wanted to quit, but I just couldn't. I but even, you just couldn't quit him. Yeah, I could, <laughs> yeah, I could right. not quit him. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So weird. That man. is weird. So weird. I've had a few of those. Uh, we've Oh, God. In the bands in my life, I've went through more fucking drummers and... Um, and probably maybe even more basses. Oh, about the same, maybe, which is kind of weird because it's always drummers. Right. Sorry, drummers, but it is. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, man, we were just having a, a bad run of luck with bass players in all, in about three bands in a row that I was in. It was just one of those things you're going through. So you're always trying out people. And it's so weird because you know, a lot of times you think it's just bass, you know, I mean, not like it's just bass, but if, right. if you can, if you, if you can listen to what's happening and know what to do, it's the weirdest thing when people come out and they, you know, everyone interprets things differently. Right. But some songs are telling you specifically what you need to do. Right. They're telling you. Mm-hmm. This, if you listen to the song, the songs dictate. This, this is kind of our where, where our heads come from in stereo creeps is that let the song kind of just do itself. Kind of let it like, like if it's holding up with just a very little bit, it's like it's the stupidest bonehead riff ever. And you go, oh, my God, listen how cool it sounds. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. Put some big drums on it. All of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, we're cheating on this one because it's so bonehead. Right. It's rad. And then by the next thing is Robert's over, you know, overlaying some really weird picking pattern. And then Mark's doing this whole like kind of jazz bass. And the next thing you know, I'm going, oh, shit, it's crazy. It's that's how it works with us. Like it's. It's somebody throws something out and everybody just kind of jumps up. But but we all seem to do what we think we should do and what we kind of need to do for the song. But 
in the days of like going through all those bass players, there'd be people coming out and it'd be the same songs we play. Um, you know, maybe three, four songs with them to see how things go and, right. and kind of. Because what we wanted to do is we wanted to jam with them with songs we had. Mm-hmm. We already had a a you know maybe an official bass line or whatever from the record demo or whatever. But what we'd often do is just like let's just see what they play. And um, sometimes it was amazing, and sometimes it was just bizarre. And it was just like, okay, well, yeah, that ain't gonna work because the vocals kind of do this, so that mm. that probably won't work. And then you, some guys would pick that up, and then some guys would never pick it up, and they get mad. It was just, you know, all the different personalities and uh, oh, yeah. egos. Everybody thinks they're something special or something. Not everybody, but certain people, usually right. the ones that aren't so special, think they're really special. Oh yeah, they're, they're the ones that. This is the Tony Joe. <laughs> God damn it. The Tony Joe Chat Chat or whatever. It's, no, it's the Tony Scat Joe chat. Gothic Dildo Show. Yeah. <laughs> the Tony <laughs> Joe Gothic Dildo Show. Featuring Gothic Dildo number one, Tony Joe. And his guest, a real dildo, Sean Moe. An actual dildo. <laughs> God damn it. Jesus Christ. It's so hard to keep up with you. <laughs> I'll be like the Robin Williams of, of interviews Ooh. for, hey, everybody, <laughs> just jumping around. <laughs> I can do all that shit. Jumping up, spinning around. Come on, everybody, let's get going. Here we go. You know, like fucking, oh, I like it, though. Maybe, yeah. maybe oh, it's yeah. a thing. Maybe it's, it's a thing. It I wonder why this happens to me. It's weird. I don't, I can't explain what it is that makes me feel this way. <laughs> I could only venture to guess. I don't know. Let's not talk about. Let's not talk about. Okay. Let's, not, let's just not talk about. Okay. Next question, please, sir. Next question. Um, weird stories. Do you have any weird stories? I think I just told a whole bunch of them. No, <laughs> right. I, I just I'm read joking. it. And I was like, um, well, there's lots of weird stories. Let's see. God, give me, give me like a, a from the road type story, like, like playing a show. Oh, whatever's God. happened, like what the fuck was that? Well, there was okay. There was one really weird thing that happened to me. We did a little stint in um, a couple band or a, my last band actually, American School Warsaw. We went and did this uh, West Coast tour, and we're coming up, and we stop at this place called. Uh, oh my God, what was it called? Fucking. I can't remember the fucking name. It's something like Big Daddies or some weird name like that. I'm probably wrong on this, but it's something go like that. Go with Big Daddies. We'll go. I just said that sounds pretty. Hey, Big Daddies. Hey, we're going to go play over Big Daddies. But anyway, we're going there, and it's it's this weird location. Like, um, God, dude, I can't I can't explain it, but like it's, it's like we get off here and we go around. I don't know this area. None of us do. We're driving around. And this is actually kind of a long time ago, so phones weren't quite as easy just to have it, you know, oh, it's Google, Google map it and go, oh yeah, right here. So it was this really awkward thing where like, well, I think we go down this road mm-hmm. right? and I'm like going, really? What? Okay. I don't know. Maybe somebody was looking at, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. This was many years ago, but it was the weirdest thing. We're like, well, I think we go down this road and blah, 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 whatever. So we start driving down this road and it it's like this dirt road with massive potholes and these really hardcore, like uh, housing kind of situations that look really scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, we're just like, where are, what is going on? It was the weirdest thing. We're coming around. All of a sudden we drive up and there's this little building and we're like, what's, and then we're looking up and there's the sign for it. Like, oh, it's, we found it. 
we actually found it, but it was really a, the location was I don't know how to explain it because it's like something I've never really dealt with like just where you you take some road and it goes to some some dirt road thing and it, I, it was it was fucking weird so we get up there we get there the stage was ha- it, they, he made like this raised stage uh and and but it felt like it was just gonna go right through the floor you're okay go, yeah. basically you're the wood was like some thin plywood or some shit and you get on there it just felt like this thing's gonna break and everything was weird about it completely it was um god i think it was an all ages place too oh really it's really weird yeah because they yeah it was like no no drugs no alcohol but they're in this area which was pure drugs, drugs and alcohol, and alcohol. <laughs> i mean i just couldn't even i couldn't even believe it we played no one gave a shit about us and i thought we played pretty good uh-huh. i mean i shouldn't say that i mean there's always one or two nice people that actually go i actually really like that you know they get it the, the thing is, is you know you, you play for different crowds and stuff not everybody's gonna take you the same way right. you know this from when you play oh, in different places for sure sometimes it's so amazing though you'll play play your shit just because it's like, this is, what, this is what I do. And then the next thing you know, there's people who just like, they're out of their minds. Oh, yeah. You know, some of the best people I've met are people that are from like uh, Japan and other countries. They're the ones that are just like, oh my God, you'd be huge and blah, blah, blah. You got to go. Uh, I think one of them was like South America, some guy from South America somewhere. Because you should come down there, man. You'd be like Guns N' Roses, man. You'd be huge. And all. It's, oh, it's crazy. That's so cool. So, yeah, yeah I, I love talking. Uh, you know, to people that from all over the world because they they have a di- you're getting a different uh, perspective For of sure. your own music. Like, how does it hold up to the to everybody as opposed to just I'm just trying to make yeah. songs for a scene or a thing. Yeah, you know, a sound it's like or what a... you see, what you hear, really is so small compared to what else is out there. What, what it's else is crazy, there? man. Um, yeah, I did I did that show at Wally's recently. And, yeah, you know. We did we did pretty good for our very first show. How long show. was your set? Do you think? I think we did about forty minutes. Okay, and and when you got done with it, you felt good though. You felt like okay, I'm the pretty crowd happy was that. really really into it. Really, I've never I've never had that kind of visceral reaction from a crowd. Well, that's good. On a that's first a good show. That's a good like, sign for a new like, band. What by the is way. going on? What is going on? It sounds to me like you're one for one. And that's batting a thousand right there. That and is. Keep it going. It it was crazy. So, at you know, I'm packing my gear. I'm like I'm like super Mister. Like oh, I gotta pack quick because I don't want to make the next right. band mad. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um. So I'm trying to pack, and there's this guy who comes up to me, and he's like, "Hey, hey, you the guy singing? You the guy singing in that last Jeez. band?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that was me." Um. He's like, "You're Man, a real fucking asshole." Hey. <laughs> oh god that would have been awesome <laughs> you're a fucking asshole oh <laughs> that would have been the best <laughs> sorry I didn't think no, I, that was the first thing I thought of I like, wish that hey, you, you're Tony Joel hey you're a real asshole hey <laughs> god, god forget about it you're great you're great forget about it Tony Joel <laughs> no but he was like dude I was kid in the 80s and your shit that was the real shit man oh, that cool. was it he was like that's awesome you know because i i when i, I sing like that i kind of have that 
80s Bowie kind of vibe. And he was like, dude, I totally got that. And I love you guys. I, oh, you know, awesome. do you have a CD? And like, like, fuck, dude, like, this is our first show. Wait, you're playing guitar and singing on I'm these, playing dude? guitar and singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I put it down for a couple songs. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But, I do that shit all the time. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to learn that song because it doesn't <laughs> need another guitar. Exactly. So set it down. It's the first thing I try to do when we're coming up. When we have certain songs, Robert will do, and if, if, they, if they just have this certain vibe, I'm like going, Dude, we've okay. So we've got drums, we got bass, and we got guitar. Right. We don't need two on this one. I mean, what we oh, what, one thing we started doing is we started using our A B switch all the time. So what happens is, is while I'm playing a mm-hmm. uh, song, and he's playing, you know, or I'm playing on guitar on our songs, um, I'm going through my amp, and then w- when I'm done playing, I just take it off. I hit my tuner pedal, turns it off, and then Robert hits his A B switch. Now he's coming through. When I when I do frontman stuff, now he's both coming amps. he's coming through both amps, oh. so we don't lose that that whole. Because somebody was telling me like about how Super. it seems like when the ones where I put the guitar down, the sound all of a sudden had a different. It wasn't quite as uh, the spectrum got lost right, a little bit. Right, right. So A B switch. Now he's coming through both, and it's you know it's just, and it's cool because his rig's so low and muffly, and mine's bright, so it right. kinda, really it almost a little out. emulates the sound. That, you know, you already heard with my guitar. Oh, that's super so, cool. We're still kind of trying to get it dialed up just right. But, uh, you know, what we do too is like at shows, I, I, it's not that I don't trust sound people, I do, but I, the thing that's tricky is depending on the size of the club and the, the situation and the sound person and how good they are or not mm-hmm. or whatever, you're dealing with this like, where should I have my amp set here and tonight? And how, how much, like, a lot of people have their shit set at a certain thing, but like it varies sometimes right. with clubs. So, like, we're doing this thing now where um, I'll have Robert play and kind of get, I guess that sounds kind of good. Cause we figure if we at least get ours on stage kind of blended the way we're used to mm-hmm. that along with the bass and it's like, okay, I can hear everything. That sounds pretty good. Then if it needs to an overall volume, they can pull them up usually yeah. that way because that trying to match the, especially using this AB switch. Oh my God. So we're, we're always trying to do that, but we'll usually walk out before and I'll just say, you know, play and then I'll play a little. And just, we're just kind of, eyeballing it with our ears and going yeah yeah it's pretty good it's pretty pretty you kind of you kind of have to because man. otherwise you what do you you can't just go with i use this setting because you, you know some places right. are different every room is different and uh, you know like every sound guy is different like they never... want some of them want you to turn your shit down and then some people do, are like fuck that i'm not turning my shit down they, they you know they want to they want to use the it's like don't mic me don't if if the club's smaller don't don't mic them then don't right. mic the amps let's just I'll just turn my amp up and we'll get pure amp yeah that's kind of cool yeah that works too I've had to do that with, yeah. with the bass rig yeah and like oh it's coming out too hot on your on your di and all this and I'm like well okay unplug me and I'll fill the room and yeah yeah so yeah. like I know yeah Ooh. I know it's it's dude it's such a balance everything's a little balancing act it's just all stuff I think like when you get a really good sound guy. It's so appreciated. It's the best. You know, like, and my, my, my thing is like, I, no matter how shitty the sound guy is or how great he is, I always thank him all. Oh yeah. Just, you know, that's one thing that I, I don't see a lot of bands doing is straight up on the mic. Hey, thank you for giving us great sound. Whether it's good or not, doesn't really matter. He's the only one that can make it better. (laughs) Yeah. You, you, it's basically you're relying on that person. Absolutely, they're they're the fifth or sixth member of your band. You know, I know what I always night. do is I always am super nice to them, 
right. and cool with them, even if I don't know them or they're new to the club or whatever. Right. And then I just kind of give them a chance and hopefully things work out. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean... That's all you can do. You know, all you can do is, you know, give me a little more of this in my monitor, blah, blah, blah. But other than that, you know. Well, it kind of goes into one of the uh, philosophies I have is rule one, first band at the show, last band to leave. Oh, of course. Yeah. I hate hate that, but I I still see it happen. I still see it happen. And and there is a few, I understand when certain members have to go sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. But you have to have a representative or two. I think is is fair for sure, for sure. Like I'm sure used to that. Oh I'm man. always the representative I and everything. Don't, I went out last night to a show. <laughs> I don't get guys that just like show up, do their set, and leave. I know it's weird. It's like, so unsupportive, and like, wh- how how can you? I mean, at minimum, at the base level, you don't get paid until the end of the fucking night. So yeah. why would you play and leave? I have seen people do that and yeah. not even get. The, they don't care about their. their yeah. I've actually had. I remember years ago, I played some shitty place and uh, um, with a couple bands. And the first band played. How was I go? Okay, the first band played, and the crowd didn't really care for them. Mm-hmm. They were too uh, metal progressive or something for this crowd. Right. We played, and you know, I guess they kind of liked it or something. I don't know. I really don't know what they thought. Um, and then, oh no, no wait. So it was the, I, I got that flipped around. The first band, okay, the progressive weird band was the last band. The first band was more of this kind of, um, like, they were trying to be Zeppelin or something like that. Okay. They are kind of doing that that whole thing. And they were doing their thing, la, la, la. And they played first. They played, like, 45-minute set. You know, they, they did a you know big big production thing and, and all that. And then we went up and played, and people were kind of, you know, they, they liked it, whatever, I guess. And then, um, but I noticed that those guys were, like, leaving during like middle the middle of our set i could kind of i could see what was kind of going on i was like are they fucking leaving you know i thought maybe they're just loading some stuff up but it wasn't an area where you'd want to really like load into your car unless you're leaving yeah let's put it that way and uh so he uh this guy i see these guys leave and then the guy comes up real quick and he just kind of goes like he he was telling a friend of mine or something he's like you know, and I, I'm thinking, what's he saying? So I find out after I go, yeah, they said they they had to get going. They had, you know, they, they were had something else. Blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, they didn't. What what else did they have? They're gonna do a party or something tonight or something. And they, I go, I go, what about the money thing? They go, oh, it doesn't matter. You guys, he said, you guys can just keep it or whatever. They didn't care about the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, why even do the show? You're so now you've played the uh, the place wasn't a wonderful wonderful place, but the right. the sound was good enough. You, you've played in worse places all the time. They played it. Okay, so you already played it, and now you're not going to watch two more bands and just get your money and stuff? Right. It was the weirdest thing. And here's the, the stupid part. There was enough people there to where, I mean, they gave, they gave up like 120 bucks or something. So it wasn't a lot of money, but all the bands made 100 and some bucks or whatever. This is probably like 15 years ago or something okay. like that. So Because money's a little different now. Now you have hamburgers like 30 Thing, you know, right, right. I mean, it seems like I don't know about you, but well, since we grew up in the same, you know, eighties and all that stuff, and nineties and all that, is have you noticed how like I'm feeling like that that old man that can't believe how expensive shit is, right? Like, you go to a Wendy's or something, I'm like what? <laughs> I just bought the family Wendy's fifty dollars. What the fuck? Oh, it's insane. You, you never would have thought of that. Oh, I know. I remember like <laughs> five bucks. I can get like a full on meal from any fast oh, yeah. food joint. Oh, no five, problem. That's, five the, bucks. that's the large meal. <laughs> right. Okay. But now it's like mm, seven, eight, 
10? Well, tax, you're hitting 10 bucks. Yeah. No matter, and you're like, talking shitty the... fast food. Yeah, you're talking garbage food you shouldn't put in your you body. You shouldn't be eating. Right? Absolutely. I'm trying to wean off. I'm getting better. How you doing? On, on, well, here's the thing. I've had to do a whole bunch of things lately. Meaning, um, out my alcohol uh, consumption is way down. And it's mostly because as I grow a little older... <laughs> I wake up in the mornings and I just, I hate life too much. Mm -hmm. The the booze for the next day, the the hangover is just, fuck man, it's just crushing. I don't know how I dealt with it when I was younger, except for I, I I just, I I love partying so much or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Now I do it and I, now, so like, now I'll have like, you know, three or four beers and I start going, oh, I better just like have some water. Right. And I never did the, I always said I'd do water. Like what I'm going to do tonight is to make myself not too drunk and, hydrated i will <laughs> i will have a beer and then i'll have a water and then i'll have a beer and then i'll have a water well that never ever happened ever. oh never happened. it was just a whole bunch of beers oh, that's crazy <laughs> yeah you know how it goes so so my alcohol consumption is way down mm-hmm. i had to quit coffee oh and that fuck that one's rough why did you have to quit coffee well i didn't have to i just it was I, did, a... I chose to because of a couple things the um I, okay, so the kind of co- coffee I like is the really strong, harsh shit. Cause yeah. I, I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, because, you know, so if you're going to drink coffee, do it right. Right. So, that's same, same so strong, thing. But, so it's dark, a little rough on my gut. Roasted. Yeah, dark roast. The most dark. It, Pack ugh. as much <laughs> shit as you can into yeah. that filter. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I oh, love no, it. Absolutely. You know what they say? Well, you know, I had four scoops. I'm always like, oh, plus two more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the caffeine thing and the coffee thing has been a little rough. I, I, I got, I got to be honest with you because when you get up in the morning and that's your like fuel to really do anything for the day oh, yeah. and you stop doing that, that's a little rough. So it's I've had tough. A, a little tough, tough time dealing with that. So I'm doing instead, I know this is so much more boring, but it, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not as good as coffee, but I get up in the morning now and I get a huge glass of water and uh-huh. I chug the fucking water. And what it does is it, I can just, I can almost just feel like water just in my body. And I'm like, I feel, I feel hydrated right away. And I have a little more energy and a little, I mean, look, I'm, I'm grasping for straws here. Right. I right. Mean, We're trying to spin. I'm trying the... not to do caffeine and, and I don't want to do something with sugar either. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, it just, it's crazy. So that, that's been tough. Um, I still occasionally, once in a while, uh, uh, partake in some uh, green stuff. I don't know if you, uh, they call it yeah, lettuce the and... pots. Oh, the pots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Every once in a while, the pots will happen. More than once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A lot. But anyway, so let's not get into that. But that's not the point of the story. A lot. Um, I mean, a lot. <laughs> uh, no, no. Just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, so it's just a lot of things going on. So the alcohol's down, the, you got that. And then I'm trying to exercise again now. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because we started doing this video where we're on an elliptical machine and we're doing the elliptical machine to the song and then we're going to have a green screen and all this stuff. But I had to do a whole bunch of ellipticaling that day mm-hmm. and I uh, hadn't done any exercise to speak of for months on end. And right. I do the occasional hiker, this and that, but like, yeah. and then and you're, you're sore for two days because you never exercise. Exactly. So I'm trying to like, uh, not be that guy anymore. So uh, in this video, you know, we did that. And I was like, oh, man, that thing. And I was getting sweaty. I'm breaking a sweat and all. And the whole time, I'm wearing a neck brace too, which right. was awful because what it was doing is it was causing my blood pressure to explode like in my neck. 
Because I'm going, I didn't realize it at the time, but I'm like I'm doing this elliptical really fast uh, some of the time and a lot of takes and stuff. And I have this this neck brace on and it just feels like hell. And and uh, so I, when I went to the doctor, I had a kidney stone recently. And that was a lot of fun. And oh God, when I went to do the follow-up check, I know it's great. Uh, the follow-up on that whole thing, uh, they took my blood pressure and they go, hmm. A little, a little high there still. Well, well, we'll check it again. We'll have you come back in, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks and check. So I went in and it was, it was still a little high, not out of control high, but uh, like me right now. But, um, but it was the blood pressure was a little high. So I got a little blood pressure deal for mm-hmm. home, and um, I went went back in and it was it came down a little bit. So I barely did anything. It's like I don't have any excuses anymore. All I get if you simply drink more water exercise, eat better, mm-hmm. and get a little more sleep. The sleep thing, I'm always going to have a problem with. I'm an right. insomniac, but whatever. Can't have it all. Right. And uh, that alone, I think, will help all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm trying to kind of watch my health all of a sudden. You know? I got, I got one more shot to look hot. That's it. <laughs> one man. more shot. You got to turn that clock backwards, man. I know. I got to get hot again. I'm, I know. I'm I working gotta get on sexy. You, well, you've been... Dude... Well, I'm talking to you, and you. I really admire what you've done. I mean, I, you went from sizes and sizes, man. Yeah, I was I was big boy. I was double X, you know, and yeah. I just got to the point where I'm like, fuck this, man. I can't be if I can't be this all that big. weight you were carrying around and everything. Yeah. You know, just... So I just I was like, okay, done. I dropped it. I I got down to about where I'm at now, and then I put on about twenty this last winter, and I'm like, ooh. Not good. So you know, if you, as long as you can waver a little in there, it's nothing to get too worked up about. That's why I always kind of get away with it because I, I never really waver too far one way. Luckily, I, I do. But I have to bring. I got to bring her back. About fifteen. I'm going. I'm th- I'm shooting for about fifteen. Yeah. And that's not really that hard. You know, my my one of my great friends, Mr. Don Farwell. I went and saw his band play, uh, Suitcase, and he. I'm looking at him going, God, what is the deal with Don tonight? And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, God, he looks skinny. And I went up to him afterwards, and I go, dude, I go, I haven't seen you for, it hasn't been that long at all, but you look like you've lost like 20 pounds. And he goes, 30. <laughs> I go, 30? I go, are you okay? <laughs> he goes, no, I'm fine. <laughs> but um, he goes, and I go, what, 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 what's the deal on it? And he just goes, I'm just tired of feeling that way. Kind of like what you're kind of saying. Yeah. Like he goes, I just, I wasn't feeling comfortable with myself. I wanted to just knock a few things out, uh, uh, you know, and uh, see if I could rein it in. You know what it really was for me is as fucking trivial as it may seem. I couldn't fit into fucking extra large shirts. I was in double X and I had all these fucking band yeah. shirts that like, yeah. I want to wear my fucking. Unless you're built like a really big dude where it's a little more, but I mean, you, you've got it was the kind of build where gut. you need an L probably. You're right. probably I'm, an L I'm in a large right that, now. And that's, that, yeah. that's right for you. That's right for me. If now. you do mediums or smalls, you're, you're trying to do that whole like tight t-shirt up halfway yeah, that's up not deal. happening now. I, I still have, I still have a bit of a gut. Uh, but... Oh, I know. That would be the most hideous thing if I did that because the worst part about my whole gut situation is down in here just like oh, yeah. so I should I should just do that I cut the fucking just go, Ooh, yeah. I saw this band so the other there's night there's the next scene for your video for oh, your workout I video I ain't doing it <laughs> I won't lower myself to that that level this band I saw the other night called Tit Nun were pretty amazing and the dude was doing some weird shit where he was wearing a little bit of 
No, not much at all. And uh, it was really, really, oh, they're really great. Tit none. Tit none. They're really great. They're, it's one of the most um, entertaining bands, I think, around. Really? Really great. And they did this thing where um, <laughs> this song's called, he's just going, my butt, my butt. And he's going to go, my butt. I don't know what he's saying, but he's he's just singing all this shit about my butt. And he's wearing like these little shorts and he's dancing around with his ass. And it just looked awful, but it was so funny. And I, I just thought, that. man, this is pretty entertaining. And Don was with me and we're watching it. And it was just like, he's looking at me and we're looking at him. I'm looking at him and we're just laughing. It was great. But it was great. Entertaining. And the music, the, the musicianship's really good too. So it's like, to me, if you're going to have a kind of a gimmicky kind of thing, your music has to stand up. Yeah. Otherwise, you're on, you only have. The gimmick. Yeah. I've seen bands sometimes where they're kind of good live and they have a whole, their gimmick's really kind of neat just because it makes for a fun live show. Right. But there's some, it doesn't transcribe at all to where, like putting in the CD and listening to it driving down the road. It just, because then you got to have songwriting and all the, all that other yeah. stuff that goes with it. Cool. So that can, you know what I mean? So I, I think you got to kind of have a little of everything. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. One thing, like, I really love the new album suck oh thank you and the way that you kind of put everything together all the songs when we sat down here in your basement oh yeah you were one of and, the first people who got to hear it and i was just like fuck this really like moves and transcends and there's vibes and oh, yeah. it sounds like the same band but i hear this and i hear that and and yeah. I just it's, a lot of the songs have their own little personality but they kind of fit still within absolutely us, and that's tricky to do well, I talked to the boys in the band, and I was like, once we get some real shit together, I want to give Sean our tracks and have him kind of produce. Like, oh, kind of I'd, I'd be into it. just like, hey, that kind of sounds like shit, change it, or this is what I hear, or whatever. Like, just the way, even the, the Cave Dwellers of Tomorrow, yeah, that album is really brilliant the it's way it's put that together it's the same way put, exactly yeah and you just reached a new level with suck in oh, my yeah. opinion oh, yeah yeah so well and even the, the the thing we did in between the cassette uh ep yeah yeah th there's things where they they go into others like there's one song it's like a ragtime kind of thing mm -hmm. and it's like what and then it goes into the most psychotic feedback and crunchy weirdo rock kind oh, of thing that's awesome but um yeah it's it's i keep telling myself let's just do an album of just singles like i gotta stop this whole tying everything together i can't stop doing it you shouldn't I, because the person that pudding i think honestly suck is the best fucking rock record to come out of seattle and oh my god i can't Thank even you. think of anything that's that's that good wow. honestly that's like blowing me away you know, I and I'm pretty hip to the jive on what's going on in in the town here. Um, He's a real hip cat. Uh, <laughs> I can kind of have the pulse of Seattle. Oh, you keep your ear to the ground, do you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, like, who else? I thought about this on the way over here. I was like, who else has an album that I can listen to the whole way through and be like, yeah, that's really fucking good. That Oh, that's really good. That I, makes me happy to hear because here the thing is I've heard it now. I, I, I don't want to sound like a total asshole here. Not a lot, but I've, from a, people that have heard it, I've heard right. that, that positivity thing about the album 
kind of, I'm hearing that a lot. In fact, I've even had people say, I like to listen to the whole thing more than I like to listen to single songs, which I think is really interesting. Because, I mean, to pull that off in today's uh, I definitely have some favorite tunes. Oh, yeah? Oh, really? What are they? I'd love to know. Since you asked. (laughs) uh, I did ask. Hot Apartment just blows me away, dude. It's a fun one. Just just the vibe, that rock and roll vibe to it. And then Thoughts and Prayers, like, really great song. But for me, like, when it gets that last part. That last section, right? Isn't that just wild? I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, singing in the car, harmonizing. I'm like, yeah, this is my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So good. But, yeah, no, it's, it's like... I want to try to think of somebody who's put out an album at our level, you know. Yeah, right, right. You know, um, that like, wow, that's that's just as good. And the trick is to have a full, the whole thing can't, you can't let, that was our big thing is we can't have one stinker in here. Right. We can't have one thing that holds us this, this thing up. And then the trick was, um, it was weird because we had a lot of, we had even quite a few more songs slated for the album too that we, we, we kind of did some last minute Let's take this one out and we'll we'll put it because Robert's got so many songs all the time. It's awesome, but it's hard to keep up with. And, and we're even going to take a break coming up just because we're so overwhelmed with so much new material. I've got so much of it just recorded on my little four track and mm-hmm. stuff. We have to go back and just sit around and listen to it all again and go like, oh, this one. Yeah. Oh, my right. God. There's so many. Um, he's got most of them demoed, too. He's got demos. But then there's uh, he demos a lot of stuff on his own, with, sometimes with a drum machine and that kind of thing. And then we like to get more of the band style version mm-hmm. of that. The funny thing about the when it comes to demos, though, and uh, drum machine stuff is when Robert did um, the first Hide and Peak demo, um, it, it just had the you know the four on the floor basic drum beat and we kept it that way, and and it was a weird thing because it was like let's just let's not ever let it get very fancy let's just it's all just boom ka, Billy Jean is nothing it's the same thing <laughs> it's the same thing it's that it's that beat but you know that is the beat I mean that, that always right. kind of will be I mean really for sure um, so we just went with a um, like let's let's stay on track and we'll keep kind of a drum machine kind of sound kind of like the way Killing Joke would do things like that where everything sounded very mechanical and yeah yeah right on point yes indeed um well that's cool I'm glad you I mean I'm kind of blown away that you like it that much I mean I think I'm just a little I'm Uh, over it because it's it's been yeah it's been you're so in it but like I'm trying to separate myself like I'm your we're fucking cousins right that is true like okay this cousins oh no <laughs> yeah come on now <laughs> so we're cousins and, and like <laughs> yes yeah, so I, i'm trying <laughs> you can edit that okay. shit. i just i like to no, let it i, I, I love it i, I love like it. to let it all go but yeah i'm an asshole well, no, anyway no you're not no right. I, I trust me i know assholes you're, <laughs> you're well no asshole. i'm a different kind of <laughs> go ahead <laughs> But I'm, I'm trying to separate myself like, okay, we're family. And am I just loving this so much because we're family and I know you? Or is it actually that good? I know what you mean. And, and I, I have the same question with, with us in the band because I'll be honest with you, I can still put it in and listen to it. And, I'm, I st- and it's my own shit. Right. I've heard it so many times. I can't even, I can't even tell you. Yeah. But it, 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 it holds up. It, I think it holds up. I don't up. know. Is it from? Is it because I'm from Seattle and I hear all the Seattle stuff in it, and and I'm like, oh, I really identify with that. And then you know, like our cousin Earl, yeah, um, his stuff, same thing. It's like 
so good for yeah. that for his oh, yeah, style. For what he does, what it's he's, great. I'm yeah, like, absolutely. God, do I love this so much because we're relatives? Right. Or is he that good? I yeah, I, I know what you mean. It, it, it's a thing. It, I, there, there's times where I'm like going, when when we like when we were actually we had all the songs. I was telling you about how we had all of these songs to choose from. We finally got it down to like. There's, it's like, how many can we really do? I go, well, I want to put this out on vinyl eventually. So what I want to do is I want to have a nice 15 to 17 minutes aside. Mm-hmm. So, and so what? So we had all these songs. So they, they all have these different characteristics. Right. Some are dark and brooding and kind of like supernatural and trippy. And then some are just like fun, wacky shit, you know, like Hot Apartment or something. Uh, yeah. And uh, we had all these kind of songs. I go, you know, it, it dawned on me. I was like listening to all these um old records especially from the 70s where a lot of times they'd have a side one that was kind of the party side and then side two was either deeper cuts or maybe a, a ballad or something like that. i was like i know i ain't having no ballads right uh, i know that for i'm pretty pretty sure no ballads although well we kind of do kind of the very last songs kind of mm-hmm. got that epic ballad kind of thing in, a, in kind of a purple rain way or something yeah um but we we had all these songs and we figured out hey let's do that uh-huh you know, um, let's have like, you know, Bowie had that low album where there was kind of like singles on the first side and then side two was experimental. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd really like to do is have some real experimental shit. But anyway, that's another time, I guess. But the idea was, is we're going to have side one's going to be the, the party. Uh-huh. That's the party. Right. Partying up. And side two's the hangover. We want you want you to feel the pain of the hangover. Like I was telling you earlier about my having to quit, uh, drinking so much due to the hangovers that's how bad they affect me to where that it's like one of those like things in my life that i'm like oh that feeling i just have a hard time with it i I really try and avoid those things yeah i don't blame you i'm but we want to make side two sound like an audio hangover like you don't have to actually have the headache right but you can lay there and feel dreary and go oh that's kind of uplifting there though oh then that's not <laughs> like like it takes you on a little ride it's kind of a weird thing um welcome to inside my twisted fucking brain everyone uh, that's kind of that's kind of it <laughs> you know oh, you know oh i want to bring up something with you that i yeah. thought was funny you were talking about the whole lyrics thing earlier and, and you went and to that guy you were working with that guy and and he had all the lyrics written out for you and you had to yeah Okay, so in my life, I've done a few songs that way, mm-hmm. um, very few, especially if they're covers, you kind of have to there in that right, case. Right. But um, what, pretty much I, I've been always like this, uh, hopefully not too of a controlling of a bastard, but I'm very touchy about lyrics. Like I kind of hate lyrics, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm responsible for them because the problem I would have when somebody else wrote words, if I didn't connect, it's really weird, but if I didn't connect somehow to their words, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was pulling it off right or something. It was hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had to tell people in the past, like, I'm going to have to kind of write this stuff. I'm sorry. I just, I'm, you know, I didn't want to sound like an asshole, but, but sometimes what I do is I would co-write some parts, right. especially if I was kind of struggling in an area. I go, what do you think on this? So like nowadays what will happen, Robert will bring in a line uh, a line or two and he he writes really good lyrics but in a real like he's like the twitter version of lyrics like he has a good section and he gives me but that whole section i it's a springboard and then i'll go off oh, the rest in, but use it but and then i'll also use his original so that's great. some some stuff is co-written lyrically just because he'll he'll get chunks yeah and, i i, and I really kind of cool. have to like work with people 
when it comes to lyrics and lyrics. stuff like hey what do you what do you think of this like to where should we get, go to kind of get a like a kind of get a does like it, how, does that feel a, right a, a seed of an idea yeah, you know right, right. um that's it feels good to me because maybe it's just i'm not confident in stuff but mm. then other times i'm like got it i got it that's the lyric oh shit no but ly- lyrics has always been a weird thing for me because um like I don't I don't like to write a ton of lyrics for a song where it's just too much to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times I try to I try to get into these like um, I try to make it memorable enough to myself to where I can remember it kind of right. and, and keep it still kind of keep it simple. And I like to I like to kind of drag words on a little bit sometimes in, in melody, mm-hmm. so I don't have to have as many words. Words like I, I am really I'm ab- actually absolutely blown away by especially the best hip-hop artists that have tons of songs with so much words. Yeah. And it's and you got it and the skill level, I mean to me I, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it either. I I'm just like, well, I like to rap and it ain't no crap. I love it when the booms go the booms. <laughs> the drums go. Oh, I fucked it up. Let's try that again. You can, you're going to edit this. I, one. this I'll one, edit it out. You can edit this one out. <laughs> This is an old. This is an oldie from me and my old buddy Tim McAnally. MC Gothic Dildo. Oh, oh! I like to rap. It ain't no crap. I love it when the drums go boom, tap, tap. That's an old classic. That's our. That's because it always reminded me when uh, everybody became when that rap like in that old movie the eighties when when rapping started becoming this thing where they just have like white people doing it and it's always they're like they're just like uh, well I'm here to tell you yeah. you know it's, it's always the same thing it's like it's it's the it's come on man we'll My use that my name is Sean and I'm here to say <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's like let's use that whole uh, Sugar Hill Gang thing is that'll be the template for every white person you know, well you know, it's, 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 it's 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 so bad so I mean. Uh, it's amazing uh, th- these hip hop artists, though, that though, especially the the ones that are masters of words. I mean, oh, they're man. wordsmiths, man. Yeah, I love cool. listening to it. I love it. I always am blown away because it's like I know it's a music I can really never uh, do. Right. I mean, I, I could I could probably. Well, I don't know what I, you're talking about. You just did it right well, there. That's true, Mister. I'll hip hop you to death if you let me. <laughs> I get all hip hoppy in here. <laughs> But um, honestly, but the music production part would I could have a lot of fun with that. Oh, for sure. That. Oh but the God. actual rappers themselves, man, it's amazing. It's it's mind blowing how they get all those you know syllables and words, words, and syllables, flows, and, and all that shit. Anecdotes and Ooh. metaphor and holy shit. It's amazing. It's shit. it's just yeah. It's it kind of makes it's like those you know eight year old kids that can play guitar like you'll never. They're getting younger and younger now. Like you see, like some kid, he's three years old on drum set, and he's just killing it. And like, what in the hell? Why? I can't even play that good. He's three, three years, and he's just freaking funky. He's in the pocket. I, I break down the math. I'm like, okay, so so he couldn't even hold a drumstick for like probably eight nine months. Okay, so if I practice for yeah. like this, I'll be as good as this three year old. Yeah, no right. fucking way, dude. I, know. I couldn't. It, I couldn't. That's crazy. Oh my god. I tell you, I tell you right now. Okay, at a show, every fucking show, you have that guy, that dude that's just maybe a little overexcited or a little too enthusiastic or just fucking annoying. Oh yeah, you know, just just, just the guy. There's a, there's always at least someone there, insanely annoying, if not more. But yeah, are you talking about like the guys that go up to you and they want they kind of like 
want to talk your ear off too much and that a kind little of thing. bit that yeah. could be a little much like i like talking to everybody it's great right, right. but i mean you know i you know you got to talk to more people than just one guy for an hour or some yeah, shit for sure they want to for talk sure. your ear off you know yeah so. so i mean i'm talking to you for an hour but that's different well yeah we're related otherwise Plus, you'd we're be... doing a podcast the Tony Joe Show. Hey, it's the Tony Joe Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> I don't know. It rhymed. I, I think maybe a whole hour of just us doing that oh over and over. God. <laughs> that, that's that's how I do it. No, no. I like really with the like doing this whole thing is basically just so I can like have an excuse to bullshit with friends. Yeah. And, no, it's cool. And it's chronicle cool. like some memories and shit. And yeah, like, some of the ideas that I have, like, well, I got to fucking record them or get them down. I'm not a right. writer per se, but like, yeah, the dude, the guy, that guy that's at a show. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, Do yeah. you have any like stories of like where it's just like, it's too much. How about the guy that's like, Hey, you know, I got a Fender Stratocaster. Oh, uh, they tell you about their guitars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, man, Robert and I grew up. Uh, part of our lives are some of our teenage years and whatnot up up north. <laughs> I'll just say that. And um, we had guys that would talk about shit like that back in the day. Even we'd be at a party or something, and you had this guy coming up and say. I fucking got a brand new fucking Fender Strata fucking caster, you know, the fucking, you know, fin- you know whatever. And, they, and they're doing that whole thing and they're going on and on. A fucking, uh, the fucking, uh, the fuck, you know, it's just like, oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Um, and then I'll see sometimes, like it shows, you'll get that one guy that's, maybe he's had a few too many drinks mm. and he's being a little too obnoxious or, um, you know, there's always, or maybe he's the only one moshing and people, it's not really a mosh Show, moment yeah, or something yeah, like, yeah. uh you know there's that kind of stuff uh there's always annoying people. here's the good part for me i somehow, i somehow get out of it and and what i do is i have this i have a couple tricks to get out of conversation i do the oh oh i just i just flip on it because i have to go oh my oh sh- i gotta find my wife or if my wife's around or maybe not i'll just say it you right. know just so I can get away from them if they're if they're that type of person where they're annoying the shit out of you. Yeah. But luckily for me, those people seem to go to uh, Robert a lot and talk to him, mm. so he gets to deal with them. Right. Is he <laughs> so pretty, I need to ask him. Is he pretty tolerant? Oh yeah, he'll talk him. He'll talk with them as well, so that you know they can. Yeah, he's he's really good about doing That's that. Awesome. I, I'm not. I'm just like yeah. I don't know. I, I'm the same way. I'm <laughs> just like oh okay. Well, I got to do this. Like my head the whole time is like okay. I got to get out? to merch. I, I got to go over here. I got to talk to this right, guy. Right. I got to go talk to the sound guy. Oh wait wait. We didn't get money yet. Okay, let me get the money before I forget. That is bad. The guys that kind of hold up too much talking when you're trying to get some merch sales going, and there's actually people now. People might go ah fuck it, you know, because right. you, you want to sit and talk for ten right. minutes. That's, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Well, in, in Thunderhound, like Ryan is the best. He'll talk to everybody forever. Oh, yeah. He's so great there at you go. that. Just set so, him up with that one. I was like, oh, okay, dude, go talk to those guys because I can't do it. I have yeah. to. I have to get the truck as soon as we're done playing. I got to go get the truck. Yeah. Bring it around. We got to load up. And then we got this guy's like, hey, so uh, how long you been playing gu- oh, guitar? Oh, so, oh, I had one guy who was like, so I noticed that all all your other uh, bandmates there have pointy guitars. And you have more of a classic 
bass guitar. What's that all about? What's that all about? Like, you, you're supposed to get together and say, okay, everybody, we're going to have sharp, pointy guitars in this band. Right. I mean, that's kind of a weird thing. It was usually, a weird question. guys just buy a guitar that they like. Yeah. I was like, I got a jazz bass because I like the way the jazz bass plays. That's why I'm playing it. Um, very weird. Um, the, well, the, they're, they're great basses. I mean, God, yeah. they are. They are. They are great basses. They are. Actually, yeah. Mark just got a... Uh, our bass player, Mark Wardell, just got a brand new Fender Jazz bass. In fact, oh, sweet. You right just got this uh, uh, brand new American, American, American bass. Oh, beautiful. Classic. That's Tobacco beautiful. burst. Lovely. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That's why you mentioned that shit. Cause I'm like, there we go. Yeah, we're looking at gear here while we're on. Yeah. On the it's old gear podcast. talk at the Tony gear Joe talk, Show. Gear, 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 gear talk. <laughs> Get it in gear. Get it in gear with Tony Joe. <laughs> gear talk. <laughs> God damn it. You got to do all the bumpers. Bumper guy. <laughs> I do bumpers. Strictly bumpers. Bumpers. <laughs> bumpers, 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 bumpers. <laughs> God damn it. So, I <laughs> heard too many of those things in my, my life. My face fucking hurts from laughing so hard in the last hour. God damn it. So um, Let's get back to some serious business. Okay, let's yeah. talk about that guy. Oh, yeah. Because I got a story. Okay, good. Okay, so we're playing Gibson's Bar and Grill. The one in Seattle, Seattle. back in the like, 90s type thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Across played from there the, once. Yeah, me too. I played there once, maybe twice. I can't remember. Yeah. But the one time I do remember... Um, there was that guy just all up in your shit all night long. And he's like, Hey, you know, is that a fucking Gibson, bro? Yeah, fucking, I, I have a Fender guitar, you know, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't gotten it out of my closet in like 10 years, but man, that thing would play sweet. Blah, blah, man, blah. if you guys were playing that guitar, this thing sings, man. Oh man. <laughs> the action on it. <laughs> like the action. Butter, butter bro. <laughs> So that guy. Oh yeah. Fucking There's a lot of them guys. I was I was with my first wife at the time. (laughs) This was early nineties. And uh we're there. The stage is literally a drum riser. You you've been there. It was it was nothing. So I'm not much room. Standing there on stage. I got the microphone on the floor basically so that I can the microphone stand right this guy's moshing around doing the solo mosh guy yeah oh god Uh, so he was that guy too yeah oh yeah he's the every he's everything you described in one this guy his name was Tim I'll never forget him Tim's those bastards he's fucking asshole so (laughs) he's jumping around and he falls backwards into my mic stand which hit me square in the the face and I'm like and I, I'm, I lost it. I, I basically, you could smoke in the bar at yeah, that time. Back then, yeah. I had a cigarette in my hand. I took it and I flicked it right at him. Oh, shit. And it missed him, <gasps> hit my ex wife right in the fucking face. Oh, my God. She goes screaming, running into the bathroom. Oh, my God. I, I left the stage in the middle of a song. All right. I'm running to the bathroom. The band's still playing. Complete chaos ensues. And you know you're just in some hot fucking water. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I'm just like, oh, man, she's going to kill me, and I'm going to kill this guy. You're right. And right. Uh, 
basically uh, the guy got kicked out of the bar and and whatnot. My wife had a nice burn right on her cheek. Oh, brutal. I was watching Bill Maher last night and he did like two jokes where I went, I mean, normally I would just have laughed and understood where he was coming from. You got to, you know, context means something and a nuance means something, but not to anybody else anymore. And I was thinking to myself, that what he just said he's gonna get shit for that wait for wait for a couple days and the internet will be howling about that Mm -hmm. or then he said one other comment later in the show he's talking a lot when you're talking that's the thing when you're talking you're free talk look at the howard stern show you know like him or hate him i i kind of like him a lot i love kind of love him um he is really what people forget he's probably the he might be the best interviewer in the world absolutely because what he's able to do is he can break down anybody just because he makes you feel you're talking, you're talking, and he keeps it going, and he's fast, and you don't have time to think, and you say things, right? And you're being real, and he's right there, he's right there. Yeah. I'm on my way. I got you talking about gothic dildos, right? And you're doing all my bumpers now, so right, you're, you're opening up, but yeah, no, you're absolutely bumper mania. <laughs> I can't get enough of these bumpers. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. He is the best fucking interview. Yeah, he has there. a way to do it. And, you know, people just want to disregard him because of his reputation or whatever in some circles. And uh, But he's really good at it. He, oh. can, he can get, he gets the most information out about people, you know. Than practically anybody. Pretty much. Yeah, 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 I mean, Barbara Walters ain't doing that shit. Hell no. Because yeah. she's too by the book. Right. And that's what's cool about, I like your approach on this podcast of just kind of setting up microphones and just sitting and talking yeah it's like i'll get to a point to where i can go through all my bullet points yeah fluidly mm-hmm. but right now it's just like oh let's just talk about whatever and you know i'll move shit around you know what's cool about that though is the guys that are following you over i like that because like i've worked with mark now for like um god damn 15 years probably in bands because we hit it off good. So like we're, um, he, he trusts me in my instincts and Mm -hmm. stuff. So Robert's great about this too, but Robert also adds so much with the music. And now we have this guy, Kai Strands Cove and he's on drums and I hope he's our final drummer because he's awesome. Greatest guy ever. You'll, he seems you, have really you talked cool. to him yet? He is the. I, I met him. Yeah. Briefly at the. At the One of the greatest movies. guys. You can, it's kind of funny because you know you you hang around with somebody like that for like an hour or two and you go I think this is one of the greatest people I've ever met. You kind of know sometimes. That's Isn't that great. the weirdest thing? Yeah, there's people you know forever where you're like, yeah, I still don't know about them. Right. You know what I mean? It's funny, but he's yeah. one of those guys. Kai is a great guy and a. Very good drummer. He plays in a lot of different types of things, too. Mm. That's what I like. It's like he's not a guy playing in five rock bands or something, but right. he's playing um, in a rock band, and maybe a couple. Maybe a couple. Then he does this thing called Techno Gauntlet, where they use um, old cell phones and stuff, and they do this it's this whole thing. I don't even know how to explain it. You, you can probably look it up, and they, they put shows together using technology. There's not really instruments. It's really? like old cell phones and all this weird... Wow. It's, it's wild shit. I'll check that out for sure. He's in this other band called uh, the Debaucherants, and they do like stuff with like um, brass instrumentation. And I mean, mm. so what I like about that is I'm pretty varied actually with music. Right. I, I, I like 
rock and roll is the one for me personally right. but I, to do, but I love listening to a lot of other things. So I try to incorporate different music. Like even on Suck, we have that little section of uh, um, Projector Head where Don played some trombone on. Mm-hmm. It's not a featured thing, but it's, it's in with the vocals because I was singing the part to Don. I was going to have him do the backups. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want the backups to go like this. And he goes, that's pretty cool. He goes, you know what? He goes, that sounds like a trumpet. You know, that part sounds like that. And I go, yeah, it does. That's great. I go, oh shit. I go, yeah, yeah, you play that. I go, do you want to do that right now? He goes, yeah. And he ran and. Oh, cool. He gets it. He gets, uh, he gets the, what, what does he play? He plays the, uh, yeah, the trombone. So he gets the trombone and he, in two minutes, he's in the studio, in the studio and he's, he's doing the parts. And then when he's so smart, so he goes, he listened. He goes, yeah, those are good. Those are good. He goes, now I'm gonna do the the part with he. So he layered like two or three. Oh man. So it's got that big sound. But then it's all down in the mix. That's I think that's where we we fool a lot of people. We're not we're not reinventing the wheel, but we we use an approach that's much more like a hybrid between newer bands using technology, but we're using approaches that are old. They're like right. from the seventies and stuff like that. Um, I think that's where we can keep our stuff a little tricky mm-hmm. and people are trying to figure out wow like a buddy of mine was listening he goes i keep hearing these layers of things every time i hear it i go i hear this now and i didn't hear that before and he, they're hearing more things it's it, it keeps them interested for some reason maybe yeah. to hear it like you were saying you were listening to it a few times or what have you it hopefully i guess the idea was is can we make an album that is um gonna keep people's attention you know you did well, that th- yeah. Thank you, and that's great because I feel like, oh my God, it's all the hell we went through to make it. It's nice to know that it was worth it. Yeah. You know? No, it's it's a fucking great album, and I honestly wish I had the the stick-to-itiveness to finish up some of my projects. Yeah. But it's it's hard. It's hard it when is hard. I don't. I haven't had the heart in finishing those projects in fucking a year and a half. Right. It's just like, okay, I just want to play shows. I just don't want to even bother with the recording stuff because it's not me. Right. <laughs> I guess it's just like, okay, well, I played the bass on it. That's great, but none of these songs are really mine. Right. They're the bands. Yeah. But I didn't really write any of this shit. I, yeah. I wrote the bass parts, but no offense to bass players out there. It's not fucking rocket science. <laughs> right. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I, I get you. There's now. a reason why they call bass players useless cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bassists. I know. But I love playing bass. I love it. It's yeah. so much fun. And it's a great fucking way to express yourself musically. Yeah. I hear uh, that. Yeah. I'm uh I'm I'm so infatuated with, with drumming just because it's like uh there there's there's so many drummers out there, so many different types of drummers, but they're also the they're the um, they're the most kind of most necessary I think of out of the band. Like if you don't have a good drummer, right, you're kind of sunk. You're you're sunk. You oh mean? yeah. You you might be able to get by for a while if your songwriting's really good. Right. You can probably get by for a while, but if you can get um, really solid drums on on good songwriting and stuff, man, it's it is great. And what we're trying to do now, our new template is kind of a big huge bombastic but um 
lot a lot of space mm-hmm. we're not we're, we're not trying to overfill it and do anything like that on that song hot apartment too what we did was cool is uh we had uh local legend dick rossetti mm-hmm. he came in and did i asked him to come and if he would do some uh percussion on the album because he's he's a great drummer he's a great all-around musician but he's a really great percussionist too and mm-hmm. i knew that about him and he he's really tricky in his recordings he puts percussion in really great spots and the average listener isn't glued to what that is but it it lifts the song oh it does for sure and so i asked him to come in on so on hot apartment the drums were really just like boom tap I mean, just again, we're back to that. Oh yeah, four on the floor type of deal. But what he did is he added uh, bongos. He had that little boom, this little bongo riff in between, mm-hmm. and he those were all played. We didn't do it. We didn't do a bunch of computer editing on that kind of stuff. I mean, he played it through. He he kind of got a vibe and he played it through. And then he did uh, he did a track of tambourine, mm-hmm. just just the basic against his leg that kind of stuff. And then he did shakers. Yeah. So you got the shakers. Shakers are doing like a double time or whatever, and they're and then you got that tambourine, and then you got this this riff of bongos to go along with the drums, and it just it just makes it this big. It's thing. So and he even great. did the vibra slap. You know. Oh really? Yeah. If you on the part where it goes fucking woo on the woo, right, there's right, a, right, yeah. There's a vibra slap. Oh man, that's so cool. Yeah. Crazy that's shit. that's just like the next level stuff like you said like you can listen to it and hear something oh i never heard that before yeah that's cool like a lot of the like early soundgarden stuff is like that oh god oh my god dude i got this um soundgarden this is the re uh, remastered reissue actually re mixed where did, where is it god damn it Oh, maybe it's not even over. I can't even find it right now. But what it is is it is the um, it's Soundgarden's Ultra Mega. I can't find it right now. Ultra Mega. Okay. It's Ultra Mega. Okay, but it was remixed by Jack and Dino. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And before Chris passed away, um, they went through it. The whole band. I guess Kim. I think is the one who he's kind of the holder of the music. He's kind of like the guardian of it. Right. Um, and but he took it to Jack because they never liked the original um, mix. Mixes oh, of, really? of Ultra Mega OK because well, I guess the story behind it was something where they um, they got it mixed. This guy put too much, just I don't know. It's too shimmery sounding. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It, there's it, it, a lot of that there's a lot a lot of stuff going on there that doesn't need to be, and they never really liked the mix. But before they could really get back and deal it, they started making. They started becoming so, such a huge band. They kind of just said, "Ah, screw it for now," and put. Ultra Mega OK kind of on the back burner, but they finally got back to it. But here's the thing. They, they used the original master tapes. They went back through and Jack took all that garbage off of it and stuff and mixed it more how the band had intended. It is amazing. Really? I mean, it's so good. It's, I, I could, I, I won't say I would never listen to the original mixes because I'm used to them, mm-hmm. but it's so much better. It's, it's incredibly better. Like, wow. it sounds more like the Soundgarden you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, last time I saw them play, they did um, a couple tracks off of yeah. Mega OK. Yeah. They did uh, uh, Beyond the Wheel. Yeah. Oh, God. One of the greatest. Dude. Like, one of the greatest songs ever. The way that Chris's voice just jumps. Oh, my like, God. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've never seen it live. He probably could do it just great when he was younger. No problem. Oh, but yeah. now he's in his 50s. I don't know. It we'll probably see. won't work out too well. And they, they, they started a song, and I'm like, what? They're, they're doing it? They're doing it. They're doing it. Sounded 
better than the recordings. Like I was so. So you're blown saying Chris away. Cornell's no uh, Vince Neil is what you're saying? Exactly. He oh is no Vince Neil. Funny <laughs> enough, a couple months before that, I saw Motley Crue oh, live God. at the same and venue. And Vince just. He, <gasps> what's with that thing? He runs around. He doesn't sing half the lyrics. He's like, man, not man, not man, man, mom. And he just like he just, and then he know. just he cuts out sections of words because he can't. He can't like run around and, and breathe and sing all those words. Just, I guess. Yeah, just old and out of shape, bad. I guess. Yeah, but it just sounds it's, terrible. It just it's kind of sad. Know. Yeah, I I, I I I was a big Motley Crue fan back in the day. The first two albums, I'm I'm standing by them till yeah. the end. I I have uh, Shout at the Devil and Too Fast for Love on vinyl. Nice. And I fucking play them here and there. Don't kid yourself. I, I, my favorite Shout at the Devil. I love that album. Oh, oh, absolutely. No, I I just I've been into vinyl kind of dropped out of it because it's like fuck when am i gonna play it you know i don't like sit down and fucking listen to records i just don't have time yeah got the kids i got work i, I got bands and all that stuff so i've moved it to like okay i can listen to records while i work out uh-huh that's what i that's what i do the elliptical i bring it here and i listen to an album side while i do exactly yeah. so i i bought this winter i i gained my fat back so i'm like okay <laughs> I'm gonna get weights. I've never had a weight set. I wanna, I wanna lift weights. I wanna, you know, build muscle and shit. So I got this hall set up in the basement. Got my, um, I'll run three miles in the morning, come back to the house and lift for, you know, Jesus. basically an album. Dude, that's really good to to be able to run three miles and then do the fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I used to run six miles a day, but I just don't my have... hat is off to you. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I mean, if, if I did a half a mile, I'd probably I might fall down and die. Well, I don't you know, know. It That's took possible. me three months to be able to run a half mile. I, oh really? I I for three weeks I would walk, and then on the fourth week I would walk and run. I couldn't I couldn't Do run more yeah. than maybe a hundred yards, maybe. Whoa. And then at about the two and a half three month mark, it was like I could run. A half a mile. I could run a mile. Mm. I could run yeah. two and walk the third. I have this, like, basically, it's a big loop around my house. It's uh, three miles exactly. Nice. And it's uphill and downhill. So it's got a little everything. Yeah, it's really great. It's, I, I love it. So, throughout the course of me trying to get my fat ass in shape, I was able to do it. Now three miles is is a good okay. That's okay. I could do it again if I needed to. Oh, see that's great. I think at one point where I did do some jogging, I think three was like my like my like wow, I did it. My, I, I mean, I got there, and I, I mean that which to me it was a huge deal. So the fact that you're able to have it so under control like that, that's that's a good place to be. I can do an eight minute mile. It's hard, oh, yeah. but I can I can. I can do it. Um, I head it down to, I I run to the song um, when I'm trying to make time. Yeah. Uh, I'm running to the song by Alice Cooper called Halo of Flies. And it's like a seven, eight minute song. Yeah. It's like almost eight minutes or somewhere. And I'm able to start the song, run, and hit a mile before the song ends. Oh yeah, that's cool. So it's like, I'm super proud of that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that, but. I'd, I'd probably have to do the Inagata DeVita with the drum solo to get, oh, yeah. to make that work, but. But I, I don't Isaac know. Hayes side too. <laughs> I just, I found like, how I got my ass running was like, I'm just gonna discover music. 
Okay, let me get on Bandcamp. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You'd post pictures of yourself, like, all, like, sweaty and running when you were PHAT. Yeah, yeah. And, that, bro. And, I know you were just getting it going. You're like, today I'm listening I, to I kind of stopped doing the selfie thing just because it's, it's, it's the same fucking picture. You kind of got so attractive that it wasn't fair to other people. Well, so that, that, that too. I try, I try to be nice. To right, be, you, you want to be nice, number one. And <laughs> I, I, I don't want to, like, show up everybody. Right, but, and, you know, other guys would like, you know, maybe to have a spouse or something one day. Right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They don't call me Tony Joe the Chick Magnet for nothing. No, they don't. I don't think they ever did. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they, didn't. No, they yeah, never did. Um, but we'll pretend I, they did. <laughs> I stopped doing the selfies because I was just like, God, it's the same picture. And then I had a few people contact me. It's like, oh yeah, I really like seeing you. You know. Well, it's cool because you were shit. actually talking about bands, like you were promoting bands. That's and stuff. yeah. Like That's today, the... I'm listening to this band, and and right. I kind of stopped doing that. I'm probably going to start doing it again. You're um, probably one of the best people that I know about helping to promote other bands because so many bands, uh, whether they intentionally do it or not. They just, maybe they're just, they don't have that personality to do right. it or they don't feel right about it. It'd be nice if more bands kind of did that. Well, yeah, um, I, I think that everybody should help everybody out. Honestly, yeah. like, whether your band's good or bad or successful or not, we all need each other to a certain degree. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's, it's, it's a music scene. I mean, um, anybody that has the balls to uh, put their hat in the ring, so to speak, right. and, and get in there and play in front of people and uh bear their soul and do all that shit you got to give it to them a little bit even if you're absolutely not that into their thing yeah. you know the thing is a lot of times the stuff that maybe doesn't ring great with me it's not my deal mm -hmm. somebody else absolutely adores so good for them you know yeah i used to be more of a dick about that shit when i was younger it was always like you know like i like metal or you know whatever right. and fuck everything else and, and then it just you know through time it's just like i've just gotten to the point where i i can pretty much now recognize a good song in any format right it's taken a long time because i used to hate certain formats so much or certain genres um my daughter for instance is always playing this pop station in our truck uh -huh. and she is total reign of it and, and and just i don't know we just let it happen i guess yeah it's okay it's, that, she, that's what dads do that's what dads yeah do. i mean and some of the songs i mean they do make me want to bash my head into a wall but right every once in a while i'd go okay yeah you know i, I get why it's a hit you know right. that kind of thing um, too much of the stuff now though, it's just so ultra produced and it's like, there's like two or three guys that do all the mixing and all the production. So everything in LA and it's like, and everything's got this same glossy glow in that pop music kind of world. Yeah. Not good. It's I got a question for you. Let me throw oh, this back Jesus. in you. Well, yeah. I'm, Ooh, I'm going to be the interviewer mm. for a minute. Uh, mm. What do you think about, um, oh God, what the fuck was I even going to say now? I think I... I just like jarred my brain loose a little bit. Um, oh, I know what I was talking about. People keep doing this thing where they keep going how the guitar is dead, rock is dead, um, rock music, it's over. It's over. Kids aren't listening to it, y'all. It's over. What is your opinion of that? Because it's starting to drive me crazy because I'm thinking, I've heard from the since the 80s people saying, oh yeah, rock's over. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like, isn't it just part of the whole it's, 
and like hip hop's a big thing now, but even hip hop, it's it's there's so many artists, there's so many. I think it, it could take it. It has no. It's not going to keep going up. It's going to start probably coming, you know, down a little bit. It's just and everything else comes come back, back around. Cycles, right? There's going to be new stuff that we we can't even think of right now. Yeah, and let, that'll be the big thing, and then it'll come back to rock and roll, and then it'll go to hip hop or whatever it is. I, I mean, I, man, I don't think rock could ever like die right you know know. so like uh, my kid okay my kid he's 14 years old yeah he likes um frank sinatra wow great yeah like this is has nothing to do with me this is like his own he found it here's your spotify account go for it and he's into he's into like the indie alternative rock bands right he's into you know frank sinatra he's into just like Oh, Dad! Yeah, check out this and 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 like oh well, cool. It's like hey, why don't you check out this band? This is a synthwave band. Do you oh, know what? Yeah. Oh, I love synthwave. I'm like what? Oh wow, I love synthwave. That's band. cool. That's cool. So yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna take him to a uh, synthwave concert here pretty soon. That's in pretty cool. So I'm stoked about that. But yeah, I don't think it's ever dead. I just keep reading these articles that keep trying to pound that into the public's head, and I'm going. Is this just what is? It? Is this for like clickbait or something? I mean, like yeah. it just gets to a point of like, okay, oh, but their rock music doesn't sell, and then they'll say, but country artists still sell CDs, and it's like, well, well, country is <clears throat> anyway essentially watered down rock. I, I know, and, and it seems like it's always a, it's like close to a decade behind the times as far as yeah, they're they're some of the last CD buyers and big big uh, chunks are buying country CDs, and I yeah. think it's just uh, you know. Which is great. I love country music. Yeah, yeah, it can be good, but and, and I'm talking about this. Some of this stuff, though. This like um, the this um, young country pop, pop country. It's almost like pop. It's almost like yeah. some of it. In fact, there's crossover shit on my daughter's um, station, and it's like it's isn't, kind of a hip hop. And isn't that what Taylor Swift is though? Yeah, she, kind of she's right. A, she's she's on a their country own. artist, or but now what? she's more pop. But now she's pop. Yeah, I don't know. know. Even Justin Timberlake just did an album where he did. Steven Tyler did a country yeah, album. Yeah, I know, I know. So yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I think I think there's room for everybody. I I don't. Rock want... is dead. It's totally dead. Rock is dead. <laughs> Welcome to the Tony Joe Show. Rock is dead, dead, dead. dead. Can Tony Joe bring, bring it back to life? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Oh my God. Bumpers are plenty. Oh, so fucking fun. <laughs> um, shit, dude. Do we talk about all the topics on the paper? Oh, we talked about every top. We, we're like at an hour and 46 wow. minutes. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, basically, I got. Yeah, we're cousins. Old school Seattle. I don't know. We didn't. We kind of talked about. We talked about your old band, and um, I didn't really want to talk about bands you dig. Yeah, I mean that's I, something you do is like straight up. Well, like they, they asked me that. Like we did that KISW interview, and they asked you, and I was prepared for it. So I, got, I tried to get kind of a list of some of the ones I could remember, so I could kind of give a few shout outs. But then it's like now you're listing off. I'm and I'm listing off stuff. But the problem is, if you do it the other way, then you 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 forget one of your favorites. I mean, no, there's right. no, there's really no way to and win. And that's that that was kind of what I got from it. I was I, like, yeah, it's like okay, well I know what Sean likes. I it's know. a cool shout out to the bands, but really it's kind of yeah. It's kind of like oh, okay, well I, I I like this approach. 
better. This just let's just talk about bullshit. Weird stories. We talked about everything that I had. Um, nobody gives a shit about you or your band. Yeah. How about um? Should I say anything about the other guys a little bit too? I mean, I haven't. I've I've, I've mentioned them throughout the thing. Yeah. Um, I think we're kind of good there though, because it's more of like. Here. I, I kind of mentioned the guys. Yeah, I think I mentioned. Yeah, I mean, them. I don't think I don't think it's necessarily a breakdown of who's in the band. Yeah, it's more like stories and like, oh shit, this is cool. Um, fucking, this is how I wrote this. I got a little fucking tambourine in this song. Yeah, and... yeah, that stuff. I, I like. I almost wish we would have done more of the uh, deconstructing the album stuff because I, I actually want to do that once you release it. Oh, okay. I was like, let's just fucking let's uh do some teasers on this thing. That's kind of that's the whole thing of, you know, the I did the 100 CD deal and I sold them all. Right. So that got us clo- you know, I mean there's a few that went out to, to people. So like we probably got like over 750 bucks, 800 bucks out of the set, set sold ones. Wow. <clears throat> Cuz I was selling for 10 bucks a piece and it was in lieu of uh like Kickstarter or whatever. It's like right. you get the CD early, you get to listen to it, you get this weird rare thing. That's what I wanted to talk to you oh, okay. about. I All didn't right. write it about. Let's let's talk about your huh. your anti-marketing uh, marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like I find that the Kickstarter GoFundMe stuff is mm-hmm. kind of sexy begging. Yeah. I, I'm not into it. Like, what? You want to know what I feel about it? Yes, I do. Okay, so here's what I think about it. If it's for a, a medical emergency, I get it. Absolutely. I so get yeah, it. No. If you're trying to come up with money for a product that you get people involved in, maybe. But when it comes to... Basic band basic shit? Basic band stuff. That's part of being... That's the struggle of being in a band. Like, the, the worst ones are when they they actually ask for money so they can tour. It's like, if you can't tour and you can't afford to do it, then you, you maybe you have to wait till you can do it. Unless you can get... Um, maybe you can get a money person behind you. That's fine. That's different. But when you're... Like you said, uh, soft begging or whatever. Yeah, We're sexy begging. Sexy I call begging. it sexy. Let's yeah. do let's do a video. Let's entice everybody to yeah. give us money yeah. for zero we'll play work. Play a to, barbecue right. in your house. If you we need me. money to record our album. Mm-hmm. No, just record your fucking album. Dude. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. I mean, and. Maybe it's because I'm, uh, you know... I think it's because we're old. Generational and thing. Yeah. <laughs> we have work ethic. That's what it is. It's a work ethic thing. Because I feel like, you know, you should... If you really believe in what you're doing, you should be able to try find a way to make it work. And, right. and, and, and support it. Otherwise, you're asking people for money or this and that. I don't... I just don't like it. It's like... In, in a way, there's such a glut of bands. There's so many bands now. And, mm-hmm. and most guys are in a band. They're not in one. They're in, like, many. Mm-hmm. And there comes so many bands. Back in the day, there wasn't so many bands. There were, there were still a lot of bands, but it, was, it wasn't it was so just... I mean, it, it's amazing how many bands there are that mm-hmm. just exist. Oh, yeah. So in order to find the ones... How do you even find the ones that are... Oh, these ones are a little special. These are a little different than all the... Right. What's happening out there this and that the, this band rises to the top a little more it's hard to to pick that out these days yeah, i'm kind of okay with the the like the vinyl pre-sales and yeah and that i'm kind okay of with stuff. those i'm okay with it's, those it's almost along the same lines but it's you're buying a product you're you're yeah. not like I, I like that one i'm okay with that one as well like i said I, we did that thing where here's what happened we, we've been working on this album for two years basically from songwriting to being able to hand it to someone and say, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a lot went into it, a lot of work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and anguish, but it, it's worth it. It came out great. But now it's like, we're kind of tired of it a little bit. So it's like, right. Robert and I want to work on all these new songs. And, you know, Kai and Mark are like, let's let's jump into some new stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I really want to as well. But it's not new to any, or it's, it's our album's still brand new to everyone. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So it's like, okay, so how do we stay excited about it? Well, luckily it's a good enough album. We think that we, we still like it too. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. But we still want to get going on the other stuff so i'm telling robert i go the vinyl's going to take a little longer i go it's probably going to be more like early part of 2019 really let's be honest when the the albums the lps will actually be available and robert's like i don't want to like keep waiting is there any way we can get it out there for some people and i just thought of this idea i was like what if i make 100 diy a hand write on everything. Um, it's it, it's a special little weird way you can get the album early. It won't be up on Bandcamp yet. It will be eventually, but it's not available online at all. You, mm-hmm. There might be singles. There's singles. Right, right. But besides the singles, you can't listen to the whole album that way as of yet. Although I'm going to get a, a uh, like what do you call it, a private SoundCloud of it loaded up here soon too i gotta do that but um so i was like what if i make 100 cds you sell them for 10 bucks a piece and you basically tell people up front you say this in lieu of a kickstarter or gofundme kind of thing where we're asking you for just money and then you know we'll you know we'll put your name in one of our songs i'm not going to change my art to fit GoFundMe fun stuff. I'm not going to do right. that. I won't do that. So I'm like, we're not, we're not going to get a Sean Moe stereo creeps. Hey, all special song that I'm you I'm going to come to your birthday party and sing happy birthday. <laughs> God, it's just ridiculous. So basically I was like, what? I, come on tour with the band. You can be a roadie. Hey, yeah. for $500, you can feed us food. You could bring us Taco Bell every night. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, we did that that whole album. It was like so crazy, and we wanted to get it out there. And Robert was like, "Can we get it out there?" So I said, "We'll do this hundred CDs. There'll be a hundred of them. Right. And until that vinyl's done, the only way you can really get it, and obviously someone can get the CD and they can copy it and make that's okay. Like if you if you I look at it this way: if you bought our, you spent the ten bucks to help us out. Mm-hmm. What you do with it from there is up to you." <laughs> that was a masturbation gesture. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's like it's your... It's like, if, okay, like, uh, here's a good one. When we did that cassette, I put it out on cassette only, and I did not put a download code. It's out. It's up now on Bandcamp. Right, right. But I do that on purpose. I, I release things in these little bits and pieces to kind of give them legs a little bit. Yeah, Since we're not sure. We're not that known, it's so I can kind of get away with it. Peppering it. Peppering. Throwing it out there, letting people know that you're active. That's that's the main thing. That's kind of it. You know. Um, but when we first got the cassette out, some people, they liked the cassette, and they, but some people got it and they never really heard it because maybe they didn't, they just wanted one, but they didn't actually really listen to it. And, whatever, yeah. and, uh, and this one guy got a hold of me and he had a whole setup with his computer. He goes, man, that, that cassette, I really like that cassette. He goes, he goes, I'm all set now, man. And he goes, I put it through my computer and he made like a CD of it and he, and he cut the tracks up himself. Oh, nice. And I thought, man, you know, if you go to that kind of work to listen to us and us being dicks only putting something out on cassette, you deserve that CD, <laughs> that shiny CD. You really do. You deserve that That is that so shit. great, man. Um, so uh, on Suck, like I said, we did the 100 CDs. We sold them all. And, 
using the proceeds. We're, we're trying to save up money from playing shows and, and, and that merch and T-shirts and all that to yeah. uh, press this thing to vinyl because it really has to go that way because that's how it was crafted. Right. It was crafted for song or side one and side two mm-hmm. and uh, the whole, you know, the party and the hangover and all that. It's, it's crafted that way. So it doesn't feel right not to have it available on vinyl. So the vinyl will have... Um, of course, the vinyl record, it's going to have some insert fun that I'm not going to reveal Ooh. that's different than the CD. So that's the other thing. I'm keeping the CD. There's vari- There's little variations and stuff that are different from the CD, obviously, than the vinyl. The vinyl will have some different new things in it and different mm-hmm. things. And it'll have download code. And then at that point, you can probably get it on like a band camp or something at that right. point. So when we release the vinyl, then the band camp will come out too mm-hmm. as well. And um, just trying new new things and ways, like you said, peppering things. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, I I ripped the CD and I shared it with my bandmates. I'm you like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I did it. Look I, for I, my people to come after you. Have your people call my people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, I want to thank Sean for sitting down with me. Make sure you follow the Stereo Creeps. Get on their social media and tell them Tony Joe sent you.